Welcome back to the Thoughts Expansion Podcast. Today I'm joined with Harley Phillips. Ugh. There we go. <laughs> yeah, you got on. <laughs> you got on spot that time. I know it was covered. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. Uh, today we're gonna re re go over some of the diet stuff we were looking at in some previous podcasts, just to get a <coughs> get a different take and offer some new information we've we've brought into. It's a bit of a concept too. I'll probably do some posts on it. Yeah, so why satiety matters and why ninety eight percent of diets fail. What was it? Satiety. So like feeling full, feeling contented. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean so what's your take on why satiety might matter? Like why it matters. I think I don't know, like I think if you in that state do you mean like like emotionally or physically or both? I think like physically like it's probably good because I don't know you get to relax like or like when you, when you have like a nice you know you eat like a big meal and you're just like full and you're like, like I definitely couldn't do that like straight before like a workout or something yeah like when you're full and you're just like satisfied I think your body probably is in a different state when you're hungry. And then when you're full, because when you're hungry, it's like, oh, we need to hunt. You know, we need to get food. Yeah. You got more of that drive. But then um, if you're full, it's like, oh, we're good. You know. Yeah, you, you're contented. You can, you can, uh, you, you can go about your day without it being like, oh, what am I going to eat? What am I going to eat? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's definitely good to be satisfied and full, like emotionally for sure. You know. But I yep. think, by the same time, you do want when you have to achieve something, you do want to be in that fight or flights like state. You do want to be like switching into that mode where you can just hustle. You know, it's, yep. it's useful. It's definitely useful to achieve stuff. Mm. Yeah. So. And then, why do you think ninety-eight percent of diets fail? Honestly, I think it's just like old habits trying to break all have just change just change in general is hard especially when you have like brain circuitry that's like wired to eat garbage like or just not even garbage but just have a different way of living like it's hard to change anything you know like even yeah even small things it's just um it's just your normal like anything you do like that's who you are and that's your way of life and that's your habits if you try and change your diet which is a big one especially when people are because when we're talking about 98 percent of diets the only people who go on diets are people who have been eating like shit <laughs> yeah the people that need to go on a diet yeah they need to go on a diet so it's like they've been have like eating sugar and they've got a problem they need to fix it's most most of the time it's just, they're eating sugar and stuff like that sugar so and carbs sugar and carbs so they go like and that stuff is delectable to the human body because it's like oh sugar and carbs it's energy to survive but you get so much of it. Like, back then, it would be fine. It probably would be alright to have... If you're on the wild, you saw a Mars bar, you'd definitely eat that because that can be <laughs> the difference of surviving, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of bursts of energy. That's useful. Yeah. Know? In a survival... S- yeah, setting. Scenario. Yeah. But not, like... Everyday life where everyday we're not... Life, in. Yeah. Uh, we're not in a state of, like, survival at all. Not only everyday life, but you're not using any of that energy... 
You're doing yeah. it for like years. <laughs> it's just it's being just stored. Like, yeah. It's, it's purely being stored. And the people that don't even exercise, that don't even yeah. get up out of bed to get breakfast. Not bashing them. I know it's hard to change your life, but at the same time, lazy piece of shit. <laughs> Absolutely bashing them, like, man. Yeah. You got you to get out of bed. This is a worldwide <laughs> pa- pandemic. I, I do actually get, honestly, I do get passionate when it comes to people that don't change their lives like that. I'm like, it affects the generations because if they yeah. have kids, their kids are going to be like them. You know, I'm bashing them. Yeah. You got to bash them. They're That's, ruining like... I know, but I also want to be like supportive at the same time. Because like... Yeah. But then maybe you should be harsh because then that actually would create the response. Well, it's a serious change. topic. Like it support's great, but that's only half of the spectrum. You need to have that get the fuck up no excuse no, yeah you do go be better but that's why half the time I don't bother to kind of change people because I know what it takes to change yeah especially if you're in that state and I'm like look if you don't have it like, I'm like dude I don't even bother I'm not gonna like, waste my time like yeah they have to change themselves yeah, it has exactly. to come from it within so you I, can't I just look at you and I know you're not gonna do it there's know? nothing you could do to yeah. force them to make a change but may- maybe I should have been harsh but then I don't like being not liked. So, like, if I'm, like, yeah. that kind of thing, too. That's I think that's a, that's a self-limitation. It is. Worrying about people liking you. Because there's it always going to be people that dis and that like and dislike but, you. But even people that are close to me, you know. Mm. I think I make it known. But I, like, I just want to be, like, more friend. You know, I want to be friends with them. Yeah. Or, like, even family members. You know, I don't want to, you know. I still want them to be able to tell me stuff. Family's an interesting one because yeah. you gotta like, they're not just people you can just disregard. Exactly. And get rid of. It's like it's a stranger, different. It's so easy to just be like, you know, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're fat, lazy, can't like just work out like you know. But at the same time, it's that serious because they're people that you're always gonna exactly. be around. So you should treat it like you need a change for the better of the family. And and that's what I mean when like I still want to be supportive. So it's like, how do I get through to them? You know. Mm. So, yeah. Well, it depends what's lacking. If there's already, in like the presence of a family, there's already that hard head, you know, change, change, no resistance, then maybe support would balance it out. But if it's all support, all ease, someone's got to be the drill sergeant to get people up. Yeah, but then it's the same thing like, um, because when people join the army, they're really disciplined. They, you know, they get up and do stuff. Yeah. They're like hard men. And then, but some people who leave the army go back to being that. It's not consistent. Person. Yeah, exactly. Like, they have to own it. You know, that's why I go, like, I know that that's not their pursuits in life. And, you know, I'm like, I know it took me to hit rock bottom before I even changed. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I know what it takes. So I'm like, yeah. they're not just going to want to do it, you know? Yeah. Or, or take that with them or learn that life lesson, you know? So it's just like, fuck, dude, like, what's even the point? Yeah, yeah. consistency is going to be the biggest thing. You know, you need consistency consistency to make that change in the military yeah. and you need to keep it when it comes out. Well, it's like, who do you want to be? You know, yeah. just you have to decide who you want to be. And like, yeah, going back to why 98% of people don't change because, I mean, it's honestly like a drug, like with all those sugar foods and stuff, you know, Chem- mm. you know, releases chemicals. Of food. Like fucking, look, even me, man, like I like eating chocolate and shit. Mm. But, um, you know. How do you feel afterwards? Like, shit. 
every time. Chocolate's alright if I have one or a few. I don't. I've, I can handle it. But if I like, I never touch pizza, dude. Pizza is <laughs> literally yeah. you're just eating a carb. You can just run through it. You can run through pizza. I I I can't believe it, dude. I used to like pizza, but I just I can't even I hate pizza now. Like it's just mm. like a fucking. Just after overuse. I eat, I feel sick. Yeah. You're just eating bread. It's like. 2,000 like, calories on average for a large pizza. You're just eating bread with a slither of, like, a salami on top. <laughs> like, it, how is that fucking good? Like, yeah, not even good quality shit on top either. Yeah, just yeah. the basics to get by. Yeah, so, honestly, yeah. I don't know. Like, I think to get another side, another perspective, we would need to have someone who's struggling with a diet. Because, like, I feel like we share the same kind of thing, you know? Like, oh, I mean, I've had my times where I, I've always struggled to be consistent on a diet. Because you, you get stuck in your ways where every time you have a load, you fall off. Yeah. And that's where, like, environment comes into it. Friends and family come into it. Because yeah. when you're at your lowest, that's who you fall to. Yeah. And you will have lows, so you have to set that sort of thing up. And there's also the effort into preparing a diet, too. Yeah. You know, like... You have to decide if that's for you too. You know, like you have to commit a lot of time. Depends how rich you are too, because if you have a good setup, you if you have your own it. chef or something, <laughs> yeah, you know, like it's easy to conform. Yeah, you know? it's just, yeah, it's a different experience for every person. I think so. Like, and and this isn't even a discussion for really poor people either, because they can only afford things like rice and beans or something. You know, they can still get by with like how and when they eat. Yeah. Oh, having said that. They make uh, junk food so cheap these days too. It's accessible. So it's easier to be, be eating, like you know. Yeah, it's easier to get by like that and save money for other things. Unless they're just doing the rice and because mm. you know I have even just uni students, man, they're living off a bag of potatoes sometimes. Like yeah, I mean you can eat health, quote unquote, healthy without busting the bank. But then at the same time, if you're poor. Usually, you don't know about diet. Yeah, and you have like a like an ignorance like where you you don't have the mind to afford it, but you All also the time don't know reason to even look at it. You know. Yeah, it's not a thought. They're they're thinking about surviving. They're thinking about you know income, house, cars. Yeah, that sort of thing, not their own health. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's interesting. But um, cause I guess there are different reasons for taking diet. Because when when I was because when you said diet, 98% of people fail the diet. I, I, I instantly think of that is like the, you know, fat, overweight people who struggle with being healthy. They just can't make the change. Yeah, but then there's then there's other things like an athlete. Why do they fail the diet? You know? Well, it's because it's hard. Or Actually, I think I could jump on that because yeah. a lot of my diets have been about performance. Same. Yeah. So I think why an athlete would fail a diet is because of two things the outlet they're putting in like all the energy they put into training mm. so when they get home they have no willpower to resist yeah if you go full throttle and then they are just people so they will get addicted the same way you or someone else will get addicted and because of how much stricter they have to be mm, because yeah. their peak performance peak shape like a boxer yeah they have to be so fucking shredded at the weigh-ins like if you f- if if you were to finish a weigh in and not fight or like if you were to finish a weigh in and not fight and like I don't know you break your leg or something yeah. it would be you'd be so susceptible to 
just f- crashing. Yeah. Because you've been so strict for so long. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, look, it's an effort to, unless it's really, really fucking convenient. You, you know, like, I feel like I always try and make things as convenient as possible. Like I was, I was saying, um, yeah, like this does tie in actually really well because I have like all my workout stuff in the lounge room. So I'll be watching TV. Like it's so easy to conform when it's right mm. there. You yeah. Know? I like, I go like, oh, I don't, I don't want to go out for a run or anything, you know, but there's weights right here. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, I get pretty much my whole, I can get my whole workout done just in my lounge room where I'm just chilling. Like I, I don't have to get out of my way that much. Like, yeah. I, I feel like the more convenient it is, the better. I think eventually everything will be automated to where we can, you know, where you can, yeah. Like, I mean, I, like imagine having your gym a walk away versus a 10 minute drive away. So it's know. way less convenient. Yeah. Like convenience is everything. Like why is fast food so like, why do people eat fast food? It's not good food. But it's everywhere. It's, it's like cheap. It's cheap. It's all. It's right. It's everywhere. Like yeah. you go. Oh, I'm hungry. What's open right now? Oh, it's the, the first is down the road. You there's know? ads. There's everything. Yeah. So I think if you, because I actually that was kind of mind blowing for me to have my gym stuff so accessible. I'm kind of glad the lockdown happened because I'm like I didn't start thinking like how can I yeah. get my workouts now? Like I can't go to the gym. I'm yeah. like dude, this is way better. Like, I thought I was... I, I have to sacrifice... I feel like I feel like I have to sacrifice less. Like, mm-hmm. I can fit everything in now. You know, I can chill, watch stuff with my family or, you know, stuff like that and still work out. Like, right there, yeah. get the pump. The only thing is you need to go out for sunlight, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like... Having that idea of things right in front of you, it helps when you don't have the willpower. Because yeah. there'll be mornings where, like, no, nah, I don't want to drive 20 minutes to the gym where you could just drag yourself out of bed three meters to the lounge room yeah. and work out instead but i just see it as such a positive because like why not why wouldn't you make things easy i'm all about leverage like mm. you know why would you it's like why would you work you know why would you work an hour for ten dollars when you can work an hour for a, a thousand you know what i mean like multiplying your well, yeah it just depends on the context and the what's being sacrificed well if you can cut out that travel time and you cut out that travel time times how many times you would have to make that travel time in a year that's a lot of time yeah you know but the, the comparison i mean is like what's at the gym you won't be able to fit in your land room yeah exactly but i think if you had your own house you could make it oh yeah you want it to be you, you could put gym stuff in every room exactly like and, and you could have like you could even go so far as to like have like monkey bars <laughs> at like your your the front door of your bedroom where you have to climb out like, connect the bars across the the whole house yeah like you would be living a lifestyle that's more active yeah like or like, or like to open your cupboard <laughs> you have to put in like a passcode or a, solve a puzzle or did that's a know, good idea yeah yeah work your brain and the binary talks the about that yep. yeah 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 Which yeah pretty i i and and that's why when i started doing this like in my laundry i was like yeah, I totally believe it. Like, I feel way better. Like, I feel like... I feel way better working out, like, just when I'm chilling. And I, I feel healthier. And I know I'm not degenerating just sitting in a chair, you know? Yeah. So, I feel like even if I'm going to play video games, I'll definitely, like, you know, put it down and 
But the only thing is that video games become so engaging sometimes. Yeah, you get stuck into it. Yeah. Like, you really you really have to still... It's funnily enough, you still have to prioritize your workout. Yeah, like, like, like in intervals or something. Yeah, but, but it still has to come first. You know? Yeah, work out, then do the games in the break. Yeah. It's like a perspective thing. Or you could set it up like this, like write down a big list of exercises that you have to get done. And when that's done, then you can fully engage with games or something like that. Yeah, you could do like, yeah. if there's four hours, you could do two, two, or do 30 minutes each and cycle. But again, you're still always going out of your way to do the workout. You know what I mean? Like you can never truly yeah. engage with something else, but that's the sacrifice you pay for having a fit body. You know, yeah and being strong you know like yeah that's the sort of sacrifice where the context sacrifice the context yeah. is is good yeah. there's more benefit than loss because if you don't have if you don't make it a priority guess what you're just gonna go this is more interesting games da, da, da. <laughs> like i'm just gonna play games it'll become so. secondary but for someone like me who is making a priority it's like yeah why why am i not gonna cu- like yeah if i can cut out the travel time yeah i would appreciate that and like to do that and i enjoy it you know and if I can have everything that I need at home, like, might as yeah, well. The doy, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it makes it easier. Yeah. So, yeah, like, it's easier to conform when there's, it's convenient. Like, like if I thought, if, if our culture rewarded, like, physical activity or a form of physical activity was a form of social, the main form of socializing, or, like, if we had warrior culture. Yeah. Or, you know, there's different societies that had that stuff, you know? Mm. Like, if we had a completely different, like, you know, what's valued, then uh, I, everyone would conform, wouldn't they? Like, it'd be 98% mm. of people worked out, you know? It yeah. would be like that. You, you wouldn't need the convenience to get it done because that would be the norm. That's the norm. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think I don't think anyone who is, like, a tradesman really thinks about working out because they're already, like, super jacked. Yeah. And, like, lifting steel. Or... Yeah, like, or a tribesman, just, like, he's always running around and doing stuff. His you lifestyle, think he thinks about, is it? Oh, workouts. Like, I need to get this workout done. Doesn't need to. Yeah, he's, fucking, he's thinking about other stuff because he works out every single day of his life. That's an interesting thing. Think about it. Yeah. Because you changing your lifestyle to an active lifestyle can remove that whole, oh, I need to go work out yeah. every day. You don't have to put direct time. It's a whole lifestyle change. And I think that has more benefit. You have more... I think so. You'll get more results changing your entire life to active than doing a little workout every day. That's why it's like, who do you want to become? You have to be someone else. Like, that's the reality. You can't just, I want to add this. It's like, no, you have to kind of change who you are. Everything needs to change. Yeah. And that's the, that might be why diets fail a lot. Because you need, it's not just changing your eating. It's everything around yeah. eating. It's like, I want this. But I don't want to change. I still want to be this. You know, yeah, you got to have the work. will. You can yeah. want something, but you got to have the will to do it. Well, it's, it's just like, well, when you are that, it's not as much of a, a will, you know what I mean? Because it's like who you are. It's like more automatic, you know? Mm, but to make the change, you got to you got to like have the will to make those changes. Well, people are still in love with what they are before, you know? They're still they attached still be, to it. Yeah. It's what's familiar. And that's, for me, that was the same too. Like, I still wanted a game. Like, it's fun. I still yeah. want to chill. I still want to line the game. But that was like, but I think more and more, I'm like, all it was doing is just getting in the way of what I really wanted. Like, I really wanted to be fit and strong. You got to figure out your values. An athlete, you know? So, I was just like, oh, you know. Um, what do you value more? Yeah, exactly. So, it's like, well, I'm going to change, you know? like. Yeah. I guess game. That's why I kind of, I honestly, I do stay away. Like, the, the only game that's played on console is because 
one, it's not online with my friends because then I'll literally stay up like late at night. <laughs> yeah, like, with them. you fall like, back I will into get it. sucked in. I know I'll get sucked in. I don't want to yeah. get addicted again. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to be hooked on it. So I kind of stick to the more casual games, and I actually am. I like actively kind of scared to go play like on my PC <laughs> online with. Yeah, you know, and if I start opening like playing an MMO, dude, like fuck, am I really gonna stop? and then go lift and then come back you know i'm gonna be stuck on that computer man yeah that's the question and there's no window of escape because i'm talking with my friends you're so yeah. your, your whole world goes into into exactly. the game exactly yeah so it's you have to change like that's the way i see it you have to change like i don't see how you can get it i just now after the experience i've had i just go like i don't see how you can do it you, ca- you can't be the same like you know yeah yeah for some people that's that's the big thing with like addictions and how if it if it's had such a a big part in your life yeah usually you can't go back to it and have like a quote unquote healthy relationship cuz it's been used and abused yeah so things like um alcoholism they can never go back cuz yeah. they'll just fall back into it yeah exactly same with with a lot Ooh, of drugs yeah, like hey, dude. yeah like yeah. You, you use it for so long, if it runs you down, you can't go back to it because you just fall back down. Yeah. It's spent too much time in your life. Well, it's funny because I actually, like, left, full left gaming for, like, a while, like, a long time, like, maybe, like, two years or something. Yeah. Like, barely. And, and even now, like, I think, yeah, because sitting down and everything put me there. So, I don't, I, for a long time, I didn't even sit down and do any desk because that was all habit, Activity. habitual to the yeah, to I that had to practice. Change it. I had to break that and move in a certain direction for a long time to change the habit, and then maybe, and then I go like, oh, and then I can come back to it. Yeah, you know, but I had to make something else the norm to fix everything, and then we can come back to a normal baseline to where we can go. Oh, okay, this isn't a problem now to sit down and you know, yeah, play a game or or just just be at the computer, you know. Cause you're, and especially when your body's like adapted to just like hunching over, it'll recognize that oh we're back in this position and like this kinda, is the norm. Yeah, go back to that normal thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, I can yeah. relate to that for sure with the game thing. I, I I've been off it for years, but every time that I like, oh let's play some Minecraft, and then I'll be stuck <laughs> on it six hours a day for like four exactly. days but because i've been doing fitness for so long i notice my body like falling to pieces yeah. so I'll, I'll put it down and get i'll get bored of it too i think that's a good thing too like I've, I've you say that but if you let yourself slip too much oh of course if you did it long enough you'd fall back into it but i do it enough that i know okay it's hurting me and that i actually get bored of it yeah i'll get over it. and that's Probably because I only play like old school games. Wait until you find a game that really clicks with you. Yeah, like I'm like not searching for new games or anything. I play like the very first Battlefront on the um yeah. the first first edition Xbox. In a way, it traumatizes you. Like it actually makes you like, <laughs> yeah. like, like no, I don't want to play this for too long because I know what it does to me. Like I, yeah. I know it'll hunch my back. Like I know it'll. And like you said, like I do feel when stuff starts to get tight from sitting down, and that's honestly my cue to get up and lift something yeah like i'm sitting down i feel something like my hip flexors get tight i go like oh like my neck kind of gets i'm like no like i'm gonna gonna get up and do like some, and and then do some uh fuck what are those uh fucking um where you do the push-up and then jump up burpees burpees yeah i like doing those because it pumps you up and 
this kind of like whole body kind of thing. And I think that's the benefit of trauma in a way, because it's it's yeah. such a it's such an ingrained lesson to know yeah, where exactly. you don't want to go. Like I know I'll be in the pursuit of hell for the rest of my life because of that. Yeah, you like had to have that have low that. point. You would never know if you didn't have it. Yeah, you'd have to experience low later. I would not be on the same pursuit without it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but that's everyone's story. You know, everyone's like. Yeah, we would not be the same, you know, beautiful people that we are without those defining traumas, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. But it's funny how, like, yeah, my relationship has changed with, like, games and stuff. Because that was, like, my whole life, you know, for a bit. Mm. I just... It still is. Like, I still like it. I still love everything about it. It's just... Not everything about it, I guess. You You can't tamper into it too far. Well, I just just know i got to focus on... You know, there's other things I want. You know, like I want to yeah. be healthy. I it needs to be an accessory, not the yeah. main point of your life. Yeah. And that's the part, I guess this, again, ties back into the thing. We always want the diet and the health part to be an accessory when really the only way to make it happen is to make it the priority. Yep. And, and the games become an accessory, you know. Yeah, you got to have a whole lifestyle shift. Exactly. Which is why 98% of people... <laughs> Fail their diet. <laughs> <laughs> what a conclusion. Yeah. All right. Let's go into that little... Let's just, just go next to the... So these are notes I made from the, the video. I, I studied the fuck out of it. We probably yeah. won't get through this. There's so much. Yeah, that's all good. Um, but yeah, that... I reckon that, like, the game addiction one, that definitely would speak to a lot of people, for sure. Yeah, that's like... For a lot of people that haven't tampered with drugs or drinking or anything of that sort of stuff that's like their version Dude, i feel like that is such a good topic to like expand on eh? because honestly honestly it's so fucking prevalent mm. like it's so i know tons of people and it's like one of the most popular in- industries right now yeah i'll put it down as a topic what yeah. gaming addiction yeah i mean like and, and the, what, what's more detrimental to your health than gaming addictions you know mm. yeah in comparison to like well it's something we can talk about because we've experienced it like like because technically watching tv would do similar things it's just less interactive so it wouldn't be at the same level it doesn't really attach you as much as yeah yeah games it's so engaging yeah yeah but that's the thing like if we had vr games proper vr games where you move your body it wouldn't be as much of an issue There'd be, there would probably be different issues, but... I'm It'd be more like mental be than physical. Yeah. Because you could, you could become like a sprinter in the game where you, you actually have to push your physical body, but you're still in a different world. You're still detached from the reality. One day we made it so realistic, though, that it... I wonder. Yeah, it'll probably become the world and then we'd come out of it and we'd be like these weird social or antisocial people. Because you've been in a different body for so long, you identify but with we that can body. See that, we can see that already in video games because people are really social in video games. They have their own communities and their own... But then when you bring them out of it, yeah, they're different. Yeah, well, because it's not different. There's no physical contact. There's no eye contact. There's no none of those social norms. There's none of those social aspects. There's no, yeah. like, you know, like, there's no... They, they don't even know, like, how to... You know, because there's social things like where you like, touching someone or, you know... They've never experienced that. Yeah. Well, especially... Ooh. See, this is like even kids, like, you know, kids growing up playing mostly games. I think that's why they're so, like, incapable of being social. And, like, we talked about earlier, like, 
cold approaching and things like that is just out of their universe because that's yeah. like the you know the top level of self confidence and social yeah, like skills. Kids are still pretty like socially retarded. Like you know, <laughs> like I remember being awkward as a kid. You know, like not to the extent of the today though. Uh, you could argue that, yeah. I, I, it's interesting because I, I think it's before our generation when that wasn't really a thing. I think it was no, a I thing. I think it was I in don't our know. generation. Because I'm trying to think, because maybe we are over hyping it because I you you kind of do develop some social skills on like when you're playing games online and and oh, friends and just not. It's, it's not, I don't think it's applicable. It has missing aspects because it's purely life. audio. Yeah. So there's and no visual. There's no. And the topic of discussion is always on the game. Usually. Usually. Even if you like social or medias or things or like that, where you talk about whatever the fuck it still lacks the physical it's just i guess the rules of conversation are usually always the same yeah and you can always stay with your own group and you can you know yeah i don't know i just i just don't know if it's that different to other circumstances because i think people who who don't develop socially like there's always those people in every area yeah like honestly dude like i'm trying to think of with my friend it's only the real nerdy nerdy people that really get sucked into that whole thing and you know get that like that's their life and that's the cult that's their tribe you know like other people who play like cards and play D and stuff yeah i don't think it's that bad it's just it's just i don't know it's it's, it's like they become like they might become like one-sided like that's the only people they know how to relate to or I think it's it's just it's widening the perspect uh the spectrum from like say so that if there's this one end where it's your life's purely online and then it's half half and then there's no online the average social skills the average depression anxiety uh confidence would be like you know ten five zero yeah to where if you threw someone on the other end of the spectrum into you know a social aspect where they have to like go to a conference and talk about what they do like look at look at gaming competitions all those people that come on stage and do interviews and stuff like that they are they're always extremely awkward don't know what to say they'll stutter though they won't hold the mic properly or anything like that oh you should see that's like with esports yeah that's what it is esports yeah esports I was saying, like, a lot of game developers are actually pretty social because it's, like, group work and... I don't know, oh, but more the, more the players, though. Yeah, yeah, more the... Like, if you see, like, esports uh, esports interviews, some of them are pretty awkward. <laughs> like, yeah. But they're not all like that. Like, you don't give them enough credit because some, like... Not 100%. Most gaming dudes are like us. They're just, like, a bit of both worlds, you know? Yeah, it's the, it's the 50% that are usually okay. Yeah. But they're still not over here even though they're not over there is it more prevalent than any other like type of subgroup you know because there's always those socially weird people (laughs) (laughs) i think not as socially capable i think that's just a generation thing because if you took a a group a generation with no socials no online stuff i just feel like i'm not sure what i'm like i don't feel like i know the whole picture you know oh yeah i i because if you go back like 50 years when it wasn't yeah. a thing, every kid socialized. Every kid. 
some degree. There was it was obviously awkward kids, but it was for different reasons. It'd be like yeah. health insecurities or, you know, like the normal shit that you go through as a kid. But that still hinders people's social growth. Like yeah, it's just not as amplified as it. Like it would. It wouldn't be as amplified as it is for like I don't know, man. gamers and stuff. I don't know because you're exercising, socializing without worry, without any sort of anxiety. Because people online will say anything. I just feel like that. There's literally people in every subgroup that do that. That like don't. That like yeah like there might be insecurities or problems that they deal with that make them that kind of halt their social growth, you know and like um. I like I will say I I know for a fact that you will not develop like certain social skills on the internet. Mm. Like yeah you you it is missing that physical aspect and having someone actually in the room with you. Like one hundred percent, um, but I think yeah, most people are more rounded than that. But the people who, like a hundred percent, that's all they do is just play games. Yeah, that's like where they can. That's the only place they can thrive socially, is on like in their domain. <laughs> yeah, that, that could ruin games. their their reality, their real life. And when they all congregate, they have all the Magic the Gathering, like. Groups. I don't know, cause I, I like I do, cause I do have like a lot of like, quote unquote nerd friends, and most of them are pretty good. But then there's like then there is that group where it's definitely like like it's like a yeah, your typical like like from a movie like you know like yeah like glasses honk, honk, like <laughs> just a, like full nerd and stuff. Like, I'm not bashing them or anything. It's just like, um, I mean we could bash it because it isn't a good thing. When you look at, like, the overall... Eh, like, good good is, uh... It's just a social practice. There's nothing more to it. It's like, that's what the culture has become. Because that's, that's, that's like how... The, yeah, that's how the, the culture... That subgroup of people have, like, defined their culture. Like, through through those uh, circumstances. Like, that's how it's come to be. You know? Yeah. Socially awkward. Like, you, look, usually fat. <laughs> usually it, fat. It, you can look at it... <laughs> and find that there's reoccurrences. Acne. Not they don't get much sun. There's bad. It's really just pale. usually it's bad health, yeah. mental, physical, all the dimensions. They usually have bad health because there's not many. And the social skills. There's not many health aspects that come from playing not games. Not much contact with girls. Usually they play games in a dark room, just in the same place every time. Their interest. This is this is very stereotypical, but they fucking exist. So and and they, most of their interest revolves around video games or like nerd. Culture. Yeah, they and don't branch like, out. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, um, yeah, no, I, I don't think I look. I, I am kind of like being careful how I talk about, it, but honestly, like I've been so involved in those groups, I feel like I know what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> I'm not just talking random shit. Like, yeah, you know, like yeah, like, uh, I mean, like, I yeah, like just not as well rounded. Usually, it's almost like yeah, specification. That's mm. all they are. You know, that's most of their. Look, everyone's got it. Look, everyone does have a like. Everyone is more round, rounded than what we perceive. But if we're talking about like socializing and um, yeah, like there's like certain missing pieces. It's like yeah, it's funny how weird it ties into fitness though. When we talk about 
specificity and then being an all-round general, you know, working on your general strength, your general fitness and how if you specify in something, you can, uh, if you specify in like a sport, you, you'll uh, eventually, you'll damage your body through specification because you yep. miss certain things. And that's kind of how it feels, I guess, when there's like a nerd who's focused all of his life in video games and hasn't developed like like those other social things yeah and uh, you know it's like yeah it's like they're missing out or they they have that lacking ability that you know it i guess it it closes doors or misses opportunities for them or you know yeah and 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 they kind of degenerate a little bit you know so there's obviously people in the community that do do other things there's always kids that play heaps of games and then they go out and play football or they yeah. they have other outlets. Yeah. I think it's like to put it in the, a perspective of like a controlled state where if you took one kid that did play games and one kid that didn't play games yeah. and watched them over like a decade, you'd see on average the kid that did would have worse in real life social skills. Yeah. Yeah. Just because of the average practices that a gamer and non-gamer would have. I think any human being owes it to themselves to explore every avenue. Yeah. At least once, you know. For sure. So, um, yeah, that, you know, because you don't know what you're missing out on or, you know, or what you're missing as, you know, what, what does being a full person mean to you, you know? Like, um... Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Like, I I know like all these nerdy dudes, like they want to be able to talk to girls. They want they they actually want this kind of stuff. You know? mm. So, but it's so distant to the like norm. Their their lifestyle doesn't really have any of that in it. Yeah, exactly. It's like a huge guy the way to do it. So they just accept that it's not part of their life and yeah, go yeah. on without it. They do, ex- you know, which could add to like an average sadness you could have being in that industry. True, true. I don't know. I'm trying to think because everyone I have met usually does not like the fact that they are a fat nerdy. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be like respectful. Go, go ham, just just let loose. Yeah, but but seriously, like everyone I've everyone I knew who was in that is like has a lot of insecurities about that and (laughs) long for a woman's touch like you know it's it's really quite a bit sad it is yeah absolutely yeah like I think I'm talking to a bigger like when I I feel like we're being stereotypical but honestly I feel like we're it's a lot of people a lot of like people that are like this there's a like lot a of people population yeah there's a lot of people that play games yeah like on every community on pc on xbox on playstation there's, they all have their own huge groups who haven't who haven't experienced like yeah basic social yeah experience yeah I, and it could ruin their lives you know it's kind of sad to talk about people who have not experienced the touch of a woman it's pretty like or, or a lover look if you're straight or gay it doesn't matter just 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 to have that sort of connection with someone yeah a physical connection that would be huge because they don't have physical connection you're online yeah there's no physical connection or or like when they fall in love with like a girl gamer or oh man that shit's sad because it's like it's like it's so juvenile it's such a juvenile first love 
Yeah. You, I mean, you're falling yeah. in love with a persona online. It's yeah. like those relationships where they're online relationships and then you meet and you don't connect. They like look different. Yeah. They talk different. Because it's a different situation. It's completely different. You it's, can, it's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, you can put on a mask <laughs> online and you can paint yourself to be an amazing person yeah. and then come in line and be like 60 kilograms bigger or whatnot. Yeah. No, but, but it's the same. No, not even that. It's like... You guys might might have connected so well on like online, but the real person behind that could be different, like different. Not interests. even that. It's like you might have been connected so well in that context online, but when you meet in person, already you've changed the environment. Oh, like it's you, like you relate in a like, yeah, in like that. how two basketball players yeah. relate in a basketball setting. Take them into like a French setting, and they're like, uh, or, or have you ever had like when you have three friends in a group, and you guys just hit it off so well in the three in that scenario, but then when you're one on one with one of them, and it's just a bit, like, yeah, like, wow, yeah. it's like a dynamic, <laughs> yeah, the di- or like say, or when you're in a relationship with someone, you might like one aspect of them, but then not like another, or you might hit it off in the bedroom. But then when you're just talking with them, it's like, uh. Yeah, you see different aspects in different environments. Yeah. Well, so you see fair. certain aspects of a person when you're playing the games, and then when you're in person, you see the other aspects. For sure, for sure. The environment defines, like, the, you know, like, we, we that's what humans are. Mm. Yeah, we shaped by environment. Yeah. Now we react differently in our environments, and, you know, and do you like them? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, and and when you when you get two nerds that haven't spent like time out, you know, or even just in person with someone, it's like it builds up over time. Or they just don't know. They they've never been in that position, so they're awkward. They're like, it's a new experience. Developed. Yeah, it's a new experience. They just have no idea. They're just like, uh, like what the hell is touch, dude? Like yeah, all <laughs> they have is fillers. It's just uh, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, diff- it's different standing in front of someone and talking to them. You know, yeah. Then there's so much more feedback instantly. Yeah. It's like, it's the same thing with texting. It's like, there's no time in between. You're right in front of them. There's just a give and a receive constantly. It's probably all right if they're someone who's developed socially in person and they, because that does happen where, but usually they're like, oh, they meet them online and they talk to them and then they fly over to see them or something like that. It always ends wrong. Even if you no, have some that... People have, some people have worked right. That's what I'm saying. Oh, but on, on average, it's on usually... Average, I don't know what the average is. Dude. It's usually lower. You don't yeah. see many long distance relationships working. And even if they're both like developed socially, right. they've still been spending that much time in the online environment. So they're both coming to a new environment, especially if they both have to catch a plane. They're in a brand new place with sort of like a brand new person. Yeah. Fuck, man. And Um, exposing a brand new them to that person. Yeah. Some. Yeah, that's why I think, uh, yeah, you really uh, should develop yourself in many avenues for sure yeah become a more rounded person yeah definitely fuck man that's a big one we that might have to do one. another podcast just about yeah. gaming but, but but we have a lot to say about it yeah I know I do but I'll get <laughs> full get passionate about it yeah and I'm like you know I'm trying not to offend people but I'm like no like, I actually know what I'm talking about you gotta here. go head head yeah. strong always go head strong yeah 
Uh, I think we'll save it because that's that's a whole thing to really go in depth with. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. I'll it's a can of worms right there. <laughs> oh yeah. I'll go through these notes I made. Um, and we'll just we'll just go through them. So. All right. So why society matters? Satiety matters. People are so focused on what we eat, but don't understand that how we eat is just as important. Really? So, like, the routine of eating. Oh, okay. Like when finally. and how, that sort of thing. Yeah. We're raised to eat preemptively. So, you eat out of, like, a habit. You eat because you think you need to yeah. eat sort yeah, of I thing. Yeah, you told we have to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Unprevalent snacking was introduced. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. You have to eat before you exercise to need the energy. That sort of... Yeah. Well, the timing thing, I've always gone like, it doesn't really apply to me that much. Like, it's not really that big of a deal. Yeah. Like, I probably could get some benefit, but it's not big enough for me to care. And I'm not really like an, like competing or anything. and Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like, yeah. It doesn't apply. Yeah. yeah. These are critically important on a standard American high carb diet because you run out of energy, uh, run out of sugar so f- easily, so quickly. So snacking all the time to keep your sugar high up, having consistent breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Jesus. Constant. <laughs> well, I look. I actually did used to eat out of like, like habitually. Yeah. But I distinctly remember when I started to get healthy. Um. I distinctly remember realizing when I was actually like I get now it's like I can tell when it's a craving and I can tell when it's hunger and when I was eating really well and watching it like I would only eat when I was hungry like I would I would really low fat and I knew like, when I was eating I was actually hungry yeah and I, I was really active so I needed the energy yeah so but then um yeah, I remember like when a craving, I don't know, it's so, such a distinct like uh, feeling. Like craving is like your mouth waters and da da da. When you're hungry, it's just like, you. Know, I don't know, you know you're hungry. Like you know your body needs There's it. There's a difference. Yeah. It goes into that a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like it talked a bit about the keto diet, um, but more about abandoning the word diet because it's like set up to fail because diet means a beginning to an end yeah temporary um and then to make it a lifestyle so it's not about being on keto it's really about the transfer away from eating preemptively for the pleasure and emotional enjoyment of food and crossing that threshold where you're eating and drinking again and establishing like a ritualized routine where you're eating for the nutritional value of the food and eating nutritionally for the body not the brain yeah okay so eating when you feel hungry, not because you think you need to eat. Yeah. Yeah, which is just, yeah, habitual eating. Yeah, so yeah. things like the Finish the Plate Club, which I'm really, yeah. I'm so stuck in that. I used to, same. I used to go to friends' places and I'd always feel like a disrespect if I didn't finish the plate. <laughs> Even when I'm on my own, I go like, yeah. it, it seemed like a waste to just throw this out, so I was going to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't mind putting on the extra little fat. Like it's, I'm sure I'll use it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not that fat, so like it's like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah so to finish the plate club, uh, calorie and portion fixations. Yeah. So yeah, you get that point. But yes, yeah, to abandon words like macro, calorie, portion control, I yeah. have to eat, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so removing them because they belong to diets, which again, 98% fail. Yeah. Returning to an environment where your body tells you how much it needs rather than the brain telling you how much you think it should need. Which is what you were talking about, hunger over cravings. Yeah. Like if you really like um like do intermittent fasting and stuff like that. Or just like if you're really active and you just eat like what you need, like you'll 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 get like a really good like compass or in like sensory uh intelligence of just like like you know what you need yeah if it's like a habit to only eat what you need yeah yeah you'll you'll know you know yeah you you can tell you'll know the difference yeah to make that habit is to buy into the biologic feedback systems that are genetic genetically and evolutionarily predetermined in the body so there's two sets of receptors that tell us when we've had enough so the first one is the stretch receptors of the stomach. Any rapid change in stomach size sends a nerve-mediated yeah. feedback through Eagle's receptors to the brain to say, I'm full. Yeah. Um, I- even if it's a huge amount of food, um, it's been used in conjunction with the hormonal feedback system that is mediated by the leptinoid system. So the four to five hormones in the GI tract. Um, at various levels and there's a hormone that comes from your fat cells which is saturated fat which is something to keep in mind with uh, with the notes to come so like saturated fat is our feedback satiety hormone yeah so we use that to tell the brain that we're satiety damn I think that's the word for a satiety so, so if you're like full yeah yeah it would use saturated fat so you can manipulate that system to feel full on a smaller amount of food to prevent like overeating. But is that like because you need that saturated fat once it has that? Oh, that's just an average. You always get an amount of saturated fat. Yeah. But once that's satisfied, it's like that's what the body truly needs rather than... It's just the the hormone that sends it. Like it's not about saturated fat necessarily. Yeah. It's just what it uses. Um, so the concept of eating sequentially, people determine how much they think they need and will finish it even though they are stuffed and will override those stretch society signals. And especially if they eat quickly, they're able to eat more food before the hormonal leptinoid pathway has a chance to have effect. So eating, (laughs) so eating quickly and eating, even though you feel full. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll, I'll definitely uh, chow down on like a, you know, some dessert, even if I'm a bit full. Just, just like, go for it. Yeah. Um, I'm not usually that bothered when I eat a bit over because I go like, because I'm usually pretty like active anyway. So I go like, oh, I'll probably burn this fat anyway. Like, mm. you know, as pr- like, you know, it's like, like I mean, like Charles Polican says, yeah, like, you know, I deserve the, I deserve the carbs. You know, I, I, I'm pretty like. Lean, <laughs> if you're sub ten so. percent though, that's pretty lean. Yeah, you got to be lean, like shredded. I probably was sub ten, oh, a bit ago, but. I mean, that's I like bicep veins, that's bit. shoulder veins, chest veins. That's yeah, like but lean. Oh, I was pretty. Dude, I was pretty lean. Uh, maybe a year ago. 
Yeah, true. Very late. So you could have cards. That was when I was playing box eight like every day. Yeah, so you could have cards back then. So I was so active. That's why I was like talking about like literally just eating for energy. Yeah. Like, literally. But um, yeah, dude, I looked like I was fucking jacked. Six pack and <laughs> everything, dude. Hell yeah, man. It was sick. I actually like being in that state. Yeah, sub 10, sub. That's tough. Uh, I can move, yeah, you just move it closer, I think. Huh? Fuck with the mic a little bit. Oh, it's, it's super low. Is that right? Oh, just to mess with it to make it a little bit louder. There we go. I think I have been a little quiet. Yeah. Don't yeah, that, I think that's fine. Yeah. Cool. Um. Yeah, I think uh, I think if you're really active in the day, maintaining sub 10s really easy, but that's the thing. Most people aren't active. Because yep. I... Look, I just know I really don't have to worry about diet or anything when you're really that active. Like, when you're doing, like, sports every day, you don't even need to fucking think about it. Mm. Like, you're just, <clears> just burning shit all the time. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So, unless you're really, really fucking eating, like, unless you're really addicted to food, like, I guess. Yeah. Which most people are, like, going without food is a difficult thing. But I guess I guess for me, I'm not the kind of person that eats a lot. Mm. Like I am, like I'm never fat. Like I'm, I'm more skinny, if anything. But like, like I don't fast really eat metabolism a lot. your whole life. Maybe, but I've just never been the kind of person to like, like feast. Feast, yeah. Like, like really just binge on food. Yep. Especially now since I've changed myself to just like detest like unhealthy food. Like I just. Just sugar. I, I'll pass. I will always pass up on pizza. I'll or you know, yeah. I just yeah, and, and cake. Like I'll just literally have like the smallest piece <laughs> just to get the taste, and that's it. Yeah. Or even Coke. I'll just I might oh, put like the dude, tiny yeah. sliver, or I might just take someone else's just to get the taste, and then like yeah, that's it. I can't do this the the sweet drinks anymore. I, I, I don't either. I spent years without them, and they like, they taste terrible. Same, but that's what I'm saying. Like I'll. I might just have like a sip and then I'm satisfied. I was like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> just get the hit. That's the hit. You just want the hit. I think a few months ago I was like that where I, I just, I didn't want to have anything to do with soft drink. Like just the taste was like, now I'm kind of like, I'll have a sip and be like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all right. Like I'm good. And one time I pulled out like a full glass and I just, I took a sip or two and I was like, I'm done. Like I'm yeah, not, we're not going any further here. Like, yeah. We ain't going further. So, yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah, so it goes into breakfast here. Um, how to restore beneficial medium of eating. So this is where the really cool shit comes out. So your liver gives you breakfast. You don't have to eat it. Huh? How does that work? So breakfast is the least important meal of the day. It's called the dawn effect. As soon as you wake up, your liver squeezes out a bunch of sugar into your bloodstream because you... Are now being active. What the hell? No shit. I have never heard this before. <laughs> Blew my fucking mind. Think about a car that's been inactive Makes overnight. Sense. This is you sleeping. When you turn it on and go to work, the car injects fuel into the engine yeah. because you're now going to drive. So the liver does the same thing. The liver gives uh, preformed sugar calo- calories and ketone calories to start your day. Fuck. Which is pretty wild. That spike and rise lasts about two to four hours after you wake up, regardless if you exercise or not. 
So why do people feel lethargic when they get up out of bed? I think it has more to do about what happened the previous night. Okay, so the quality of sleep isn't good. Yeah, because you should wake up feeling like a million bucks. Yeah. If you wake up feeling like shit, well, it's, what did you do yesterday? Well, okay, let's say if you... um, Let's say if you did... Like, you, you had a real, like, a full hard day of work. And you just... You know, I would assume that you'd wake up feeling pretty lethargic because physical exhaustion, right? Well, if you sleep properly, you should heal. Especially mentally. You'll be sore in the body, but you shouldn't feel lethargic. Well, that's interesting because my quality of sleep hasn't been that good. But I will say that, you, like, like when I said I had a dream that was so, like, fucking vivid and, like, so REM sleep for sure. Like, I was like... Yeah, uh, that was like some quality sleep. Yeah, like that was. I felt fucking way better after. Million that. bucks. Yeah, and like I was feeling like I've been sore for like maybe three days, from like mm. recently training like last week. Like I, I skipped a day. It's like fuck, man. I'm, like I think I, I think I overdid it a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, going hard. But um, yeah, I think that probably is correct, because. Dude, I, I can't even remember the last time I had, like, good sleep like that. It was just, like... Mm. And I think recently, especially with lockdown and not having a job right now, I have messed up my sleep patterns for sure, you know? Yeah, because there's a lot of things that come into it. I think it's habit, too, because before in my old job, when I used to get up really early in the morning, I would go to sleep at a certain time and wake up at a certain time. Be routine. And, and, and because it was habit, I would... It would just, like, once you get that momentum, you just... Yeah, your body flying. adapts to it. Yeah. It knows when you're going to sleep, so it anticipates it. So it you can, can wake up before, and you go like, oh. Yeah, it can be more efficient. And you just go. Like, yeah, yeah, you wake up beforehand, then you plan to because your body finished early. Having said that, if you start to take afternoon naps regularly, that'll become a habit too, and your body will start to make you feel tired. Mm-hmm. And you'll be like, oh, this is nap time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I might start experimenting experimenting with naps because yeah. I found it's always fucked with my sleep. I, I th- It has for me too, I yeah. feel like. Like I, I have more trouble getting to sleep if I've napped in the middle of the day or something. It's hard because if you... It, I think it... Look, honestly, it usually happens if you didn't get enough sleep the night before. Yeah, like, I mean like if you're intentionally trying to nap. Okay. Like just sitting there, like, like know, if you put away eyes. two hours to nap, I I couldn't do that. No, I generally try to avoid napping because it's like I don't want to waste any time of the day. Like, and you want your I'd rhythm save it for night. You want your rhythm to be consistent of where you're sleeping. Yeah, exactly. You don't yeah. want to throw it off. But there, are, I think you can adapt to it because it's people that sleep in little bits throughout the day. There's a few yeah. philosophers that talked about that yeah. sleeping like two hours a few times a day instead of a big chunk so yeah you, you can adapt yeah. to it I, i've totally heard of that too um it just it doesn't really fit comfortably into our society yeah it doesn't most people have things going on where you can't just nick off for two hours yeah exactly and come back and keep going unless you like a philosopher you can do your study your way or if you're really rich and you just do whatever you want <laughs> that's the goal yeah <coughs> yeah yeah, so there's a lot of that goes into. I think the routine's a big thing. I think how long before bed you ate is a huge thing. 
and then how you get to sleep, what time you get to sleep. If you do it uh, like with the circadian rhythms, and then if you do it at nightfall and wake yeah. up at sunlight, that's usually a, mm. a very natural way to do it to maximize the sleep. And obviously, if your nutrition's fucked up, then you're not going to heal properly as well. Well, th- people always say like um, we're meant to be wired with the sun, and you well, that not exactly. Yeah, because we're, we're not going to sleep we're talking for about ten this, hours. It conflicts with that idea because well, it's sundown five thirty six ish and comes yeah. back up at like seven. So are we? Like, we're definitely meant to be in the day because we need a vitamin D. Like, we're definitely meant to be up in the day. Maybe we did sleep ten to twelve hours like back in tribe days. <sighs> that honestly, well. Having said that, um, you can actually fall asleep. Like, if you're stressed, especially, um, you can fall asleep with half your brain being awake, still be alert to what's around you. So you can fall right. asleep, and your brain can be. That's why it might not be uh, as restful sleep because half your brain is still working. So maybe that's how they live because they always had to be active for like predators and shit. So they slept double the amount, but slept like well, that. Well, you would also have tribe. You also would have, like, warriors, like, guarding as well. Yeah. Surely, surely that's how it works. But maybe, but, well, maybe. But, yeah, but... Well, I don't know. Maybe I should look more into tribe li- like lives. But, um... Because yeah, it's a bit of a show, like, a movie stigma to have guards yeah, exactly, and shit. exactly, exactly. It'd more be, like, get in the camps and then... Most of them probably just chill and just sleep. <laughs> yeah. But, but what I was saying, like, half the brain stays alert and is really sensitive to noise because it's, like, to watch... It's, like... You're, you're basically like you have like a it's kind of cool like you shut down but you still have like a sonar <laughs> it's like like, yeah. a, like a sensor that's like detecting any danger it's kind of wild so that's like you'll snap like you'll you, you'll go in like a like it'll be a lighter sleep because you'll wake up really easy because you're still like not sure if you're safe you yeah know? so yeah alright that's some interesting shit that is pretty interesting alright continuing on um yeah, so somewhere between four to six hours later than when you wake, you might get hungry. But if you have more ketones floating around, aka if you're fat adapted, you may not get very hungry. Um, yeah, only when the body says, hey, I have no more food for you, then you eat. So that's, that's like the differentiation between the mind and the body asking yeah. for food. Uh, it may be in the afternoon, it may be later in the evening, it could even be the next day. This is not fasting, this is what I was going to talk about. This isn't fasting, it's just not eating because your body is supplying the nutrients for short from short-term stores. Yeah. So really, if you have a massive meal, you might go a day or two without eating because you have the fuel. Yeah. Like if you don't exercise or do anything, you could probably go two, three days. That's crazy. And not actually need food. That is crazy. Mm. Whoa, that's so interesting. Well, I, I know like um, even like indigenous um, in Australia would like eat the full like kangaroo because it's like you don't know when you're going to get another meal. Yeah, so they'd eat, ha- they'd eat they'd nose to tail and yeah. then they'd go off and hunt again. Yeah, but and like how long would they last at that? It'd probably last a while, you know? Yeah. So, that's interesting. And because there was no sugar and shit in the meats, you would have been able to fat adapt. So, there wouldn't be big spikes of oh energy Oh my gosh, shit. dude, that changes everything. Fat adapt too. That's, 
Oh, because it would literally only be eating meat, dude. Yeah, so they would be fat oh. adapted and then they'd slowly burn it off as they Talk did Talk about the vegetarians versus did the, paleo, <laughs> the vegans versus paleo, dude. So they do their long range, um, you know, long range running, long because you're always walking all day trying to hunt. And you run better off fat anyway. Yeah. So There's no spikes, so you can just keep going. You won't run as fast as you can, obviously, because you can only do that for like 10 seconds. Yeah. 10, 7.5, 10 seconds. So you'd be running a long range with a massive meal. It's usually better to have endurance. And meat slowly, meat uh, digests slowly as well. So you get more from it over time. Yeah. So it all makes a lot of sense. (coughs) Oh, this is good too. The most common time your brain wants to eat is when the pace of your day changes. This is an emotional response. True. True. Mm. People use food for comfort. Mm. People use food for a way to get out of things. Mm. Yeah. The midnight munchies. Yep. The ice cream crying. Or they're bored, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that, yeah. And how, um, well, I think they talk about it, but how certain habits are linked to eating, like watching TV is linked to eating for a lot of people. Mm. Um, sometimes driving can be linked to eating because of, like, fast food. Yeah. All that sort of thing. Um, yeah, there'll be times in the day when your body will say, I need to eat. Once you can recognize the difference, you can establish this as a parad- paradigm. 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 Yeah, that's paradigm. the one. Paradigm. <laughs> <laughs> Silent fucking G. Yeah. Uh, slash pattern. Don't call meals by names. Call them by first or second. Because yeah. it's like breakfast, lunch, dinner. So oh, okay. you can only have breakfast in this area. You know? Oh yeah, that's sort of it. So most people should plan for two meals a day. Most people may not need the first or the second. So like a two mad or an omad. Uh, I've been I've been having two meals a day anyway. Yeah, so it's a very reasonable way to live. Very very few people need to eat more than twice a day. Mm. So that'd be like bodybuilders and people that want to put on mass extremely yeah. fast, yeah. unnaturally fast. Some may eat only other day, only every other day. So that's like the people that don't do much, yeah. they'll last longer. Um, you can set yourself within the range. <clears throat> so this goes into mind eating. This is like the, the TV thing I was talking about. So it, yeah. it talks about to sit at a table. This goes into a lot of cultures as well. To sit at a table with a plate and fork and only eat. So isolating the practice of eating not while driving watching tv etc because the under those distracted conditions you're going to ignore all the satiety signals you're primed to overeat Mm. i mean it makes you primed to overeat because you're not focused on how you feel so he, he offers a setup to this so always having more food than you can eat you put it in the middle of the food it's like having tacos you put the middle, uh, the food in the middle of the table, so like it's the table's food, and then you begin with an empty plate, mm. dish a small amount, and spend a lot of time like preparing it and putting oil, put butter, put grated cheese, put all that shit, and like to waste time. And then, yeah, so you slow yourself down by staying busy. The yeah. knife and fork slows down the consumption, and then you can go back and get more. Fuck, dude. But the, the the big thing about it is the the fact that the plate is empty. 
So every time you finish the plate, you unconsciously ask yourself if you're full. And yeah. then you have to go and get more. So you're eating little bits. So you're more aware if you're full or not full. So you can get seconds, thirds, fourths, whatever. But at some point, your body's going to be like, hey, I'm beginning to feel full. Yeah. And then they offer some shit I wouldn't have thought of. Um, because so the body started to absorb the saturated fat and signal. If you're not certain of being full, take a break and leave mm. the table for a minute to put away dishes or something. Then sit back down and ask if you're actually full. And then you'll really know. Mm. But um, as a final guy, it's like there must be no carbohydrates though because um, the sugars and starches make you hungry afterwards. Fuck. So if you take out the sugar and starch, then you'll be full for a long time. Damn, I really should try the all meat diet. I like that like setting of eating though. I think that's really good. Because in the Shaolin um, temples... The way they eat is they get their food and don't talk. It's silence. Mm. You just appreciate the the practice of eating and really focus on the way you're eating so you don't overeat or anything. And then there's like a final step where you tell yourself it'll be okay. You convince yourself you'll be okay for a long time. Once you make it a pattern and a habit, you'll know when your next meal will happen. You can plan and eat accordingly. Um how you eat and how you change how you eat is more important than uh or even more or even just as poor fucking <laughs> it's just as important just if as not important. if not more um as what you eat so what is what you eat is simple no carbohydrates doesn't matter what you eat on other side vegetarian carnivore remove the carbs and then focus on the pattern of eating Get yeah. your body accustomed to how you eat. Give that control from the brain to the body. You have no idea. Oh, this is a fucking great example. You have no idea how much water you need to, need to drink in a day. Yeah. Because it's always changing. You shouldn't need to know, though. You start to drink X glasses of water, and then at some point, a signal goes from your belly to your brain, and automatically you stop drinking water. You just go feel. Like, how often it. do you feel full of water and then keep drinking? Not very often. I actually thought about that as well. I've never, like... I've, I've tried, tried to sometimes. Yeah, I've tried to drink past it to see what happens, but it's just like... I just can't. Just you just feel like terrible. It may, I've almost felt I'm sick full. from trying to yeah. force water down to get, like, a daily amount. Well, people people have done that. They've actually died from it. <laughs> you can die from drinking water. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. But, you drown. But, yeah, so you can recondition... The same way with eating food. So when food fills you up, both in terms of satiety of stretch and the satiety of chemistry. Mm. Um, but you can't make it intuitive, like you're eating, like when you actually when you're actually hungry. That's what I was saying before. Well, that that's what it means. Yeah. Making it a habit and all that jazz makes it easier to tell. And then the journeys of weight loss and health restoration will continue in mm. sustainability for the rest of your life because your sustainability comes from having enough. Yeah. So yeah, pr- pretty huge. What, so what was that from? That's like an extract from... It's from a video from a doctor online. Um, he's fucking awesome. He's, he's called the the No Carbohydrate Doc. It's not his actual name. It's just the, the hashtag he uses. It's, a nice, it's just a nice, um, yeah, like clickbait <laughs> type <laughs> But he, he does yeah. stick to it. Um, 
I'll see if I can find a video. But yeah, he, he does heaps of videos on it about like how diabetes type 1, type 2 can be like... You can maximize your quality of life using carnivore if you're a type 1 diabetic. Mm. And then how the whole... There's no real risk with type 1 as long as you're getting your insulin in. It's mm. about preventing type 2 because then you lose limbs, your eyes stop working, all these problems occur. Mm. Um, yeah, so it talks about if you don't have carbs, it's like almost impossible to get type 2. Because it's type 2 is the resistance to use insulin. Type one's not making it. So if you're resistant to it, it means you've been spiking too much. Yeah. Which is from sugar and carbs. So really, if we want to like be I a bit wild about it, we could say that carbs and that carnivore is the cure to type two diabetes. Well, maybe if you've already done the damage, maybe there's a point you can come back from. Type two, every point you can come back from. Really. But type one, they haven't figured out. Oh, yeah. he's, right, he's right there. Dr. Cywes, the carb addiction doc. Yeah, are you serious? Any type 2 can come back? Yeah. Because my brother actually has diabetes. I can't remember if it's type 1 or type 2, though. If it's type 1, it, there's not enough... I think Carnival will fix type 1 as well. Yeah. Because it it looks like it's an auto in, autoimmune condition from birth, mm. but there just isn't much literature on it. There's been... You know, pancreas transplants that have fixed it. There's been certain doses of um, medication that have reversed type 1, but nothing like crystal clear. Mm. But I think the fact that it never used to exist, there was like one semi-case back in 15-something, 1550 in in Egypt. They sort of predict it, but if you look back at uh, the Egyptian history, they're the ones that ate heaps of bread. They were huge on their breads as being bread being yeah. a luxury. So they were all really fat. The mm. pharaohs were quite fat. So that makes sense. Mm. And then in 1958, it became like 0.7% of the of the um, population had diabetes type 1. And then 2006, it was like 7%. So there's well, a big jump. I heard this, that in medieval times, it was attractive to be fat because it would be like you're wealthy. Yeah, most wealthy people were fat because they could afford the food. Yeah, exactly. They could live in... (laughs) They could live like us. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck, that's uh, such a different time. Yeah. And obviously now we go like, what's more attractive is being in shape. Yeah. Being lean. Like a a fucking Spartan or something. Yeah. Which is... That's not even a real case. Those Spartans weren't actually these big ripped... They were lean. Yeah, they were just lean. Lean They were more like Marines. Because yeah. you didn't have perfect training conditions or diet conditions. You just had to survive. And they also starved themselves per, uh, purposely. Yeah. To, to weather, to like, yeah, to train themselves. So it's like, you know, if they're hungry, then it doesn't matter. They're Whereas, basically yeah, just the military. Pretty much. Yeah, just with like worse conditions. That's like the military as well. Like they still get that treatment too. Like Yeah, just not to the same extent. Not to the same extent. They can come sure, back to yeah. base and eat well and train well. Yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. It's a tad different, but yeah, I, I'm pretty confident in in the new. You know, the the next few decades, they're gonna start to experiment more with carnival. Maybe they won't, cause it's not very, you know, uh, industry, industrially friendly. It's more expensive too, isn't it? Um, carbs are way cheaper than. Well, yeah, meat. and because of how much 
you don't need as much meat, especially like if you're eating every two t- uh, every two days. There's a lot less profit to be made by industries. So maybe they won't mm. look in the carnival to fix type 1 diabetes because they they make heaps of profit off diabetes. <laughs> they sell the insulin. You the have whole to pharmaceutical thing. Yeah, yeah we're always going to fall back into it. But I think with the carnivore entrepreneur type people, they will try and run studies and show that it can reverse type 1. Right, now i got to try like all meat, dude. We just don't know yet. I'm going to miss eating carbs because carbs are awesome. Like, eat potatoes, <laughs> like, vegetables. Yeah, I love my rice. But yeah. I, I think, at least it's what it's what I prescribe for, like, my clients. Pumpkin. But I think oh. if you're going to put on mass, if you're trying to be a top-tier athlete... You need carbs. You need carbs. That's what I'm saying. If you're active, it doesn't matter. If you're but really this is, like, top-tier, though. Normal activity, you don't need it. We want peak performance. Well, then if you're training all the time, you need carbs, for sure. Well, no, because that's just all the time. If you're training at the peak all the time, then you would need carbs. I don't know, dude. Like, there's been a lot of uh, experimenting with MMA fighters as well because when they do, like, paleo and stuff, it's like they don't have... Um, they well, usually don't have they don't spend... They need, that, they need that carb, that hit of energy. Well, usually they don't spend enough time to fully adapt because a lot of that stuff Could is mental. say that, but... It's just energy. Yeah. A lot of it's it's, it's a mental thing. Because it's a big shift in their diet. Yeah, their whole body's so adapting. Carbs. It can take years. Maybe. Look, that's 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 probably a legitimate argument. Because sugar yeah. and stuff, it's just fast energy. It's not like it's better energy. Yeah. It's it's better in the sense of like ATP, where you don't need oxygen to oxidize it. Yeah. But you still produce glycogen. Like it, that's something the body produces. You don't actually need it from outside. It's after that glycogen's gone to where it... So you can regenerate it without eating carbs. Yeah, you, you already do. Yeah. Yeah, your body does that itself. So if you're fully fat adapted, I've supposedly you can get to the top. It's just the fact that sugar and carbs, you get it so much faster. Yeah. You get that peak, which I think it's just a mental thing because you've got a boost, so you don't need to be able to push yourself and, th- and there's a danger in overclocking your body like that like mm. getting that super quick energy it's like good short term but long term it destroys your body yeah high blood sugars it clogs up your arteries yeah. drinking a bunch of gatorade before every game can clog up your arteries Fuck, that's, that's why fit people can still have heart attacks <gasps> from all the sugar they because you see there's you lots of people properly, influences yeah. bodybuilders that are lean but they might not be healthy. They could... There's heaps of bodybuilders that get it's clogged arteries. Good if you're not healthy. Yeah. Like, it could be the steroids or it could be the high sugar, high carb, high freaking artificial colorings and shit diet. That's interesting because that's one of the biggest arguments that people who don't exercise say. Or like, people who might be just normal people, like, they could be fit or anything, but they go like, or people who live unhealthy lives, they go, oh, anyone can die of anything. Like, this, oh, I knew a guy who was super fit, and then he's had a heart attack and died. Like, Yeah, um, being fit is not being healthy. Yeah. It's only as, as part of it. But you can get... There's a difference between performance and health. Look at sumos. They're healthy, but they're fat. Yeah. They have no internal fat around the organs. They just have outside fat. Yeah. So you, you, you can really manipulate it a lot. But I think the big one is about bodybuilders and stuff like that because you, you shouldn't link fitness with 
with diet. That whole stigma of like, I can tell your diet by looking at you, yeah. isn't always the case. Yeah, it's aesthetic. You can be ripped as shit, fucking jacked, and just be on steroids. Yeah. And eat like shit. Like, there's there's NBA players that ate Maccas before every game. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, they got talent. But, yeah. You know, um, yeah, I think Charles Polkin died from a heart attack. But I think that was genetic, though. Yeah, because he, he did His had a lot of heart attacks. Yeah. There yeah. are things that would be genetic. And maybe he wasn't perfect about it. But he didn't... He was very strict with his sugars and carbs. What? Hey, look, I think I even saw a thing where he was talking about how he has a high chance of getting a heart attack because it literally is it's just genetic like a lot of these yeah so and when that when that happened and him actually getting that heart attack it was like oh he almost called it like you know what I mean like I'm sure yeah. he's pretty healthy he's but, too smart but it's like it's just like if you're genetically disposed like that for it to really likely it's likely it's gonna happen not much you can do about it you know well that's where I feel like things like carnival will reduce those genetic mutations because of all these hundreds of thousands of fucking diseases coming out and becoming more prominent I feel like if you take away all the things that are fucking with the body and then just have like a whole generation of healthy people all those conditions will go away yeah I think I think all of them would because you can all you can link all of them to you know a heritage of bad health you never see a heritage of perfectly healthy people and then one of them just gets brain cancer and dies. Yeah. It, it doesn't happen. And if it does, it's a, a complete outlier. It doesn't keep happening. Yeah. You shouldn't have to worry about having a heart attack because your parents had a heart attack. Mm. I'm pretty good because I, I think my family, both sides are pretty healthy. Like, there's not really any evidence of, like, I'll have any really bad health condition you know as like a predisposition yeah as a predisposition yeah like a base point yeah uh. oh shit yeah I don't have much more to go on after that no that was like a good um good finisher yeah good finish that was a big one yeah we covered a lot of topics um, yeah we'll, we'll always come back to down, yeah. to diet and lifestyle it, it's a reoccurring thing here. hey look it's the thing where passionate about too you know yeah so it's bound to be a frequent thing for us and it applies to a lot of people like the gaming topic we're going to talk about next time it applies to a huge part of the community yeah and that's something you got to be aware of and it'll help more people so it's not like it's a bad thing thoughts expansion it's expansion that's the topic of the fucking Podcasts. Yeah. We Ooh. expand, take this away and go expand for yourselves. Experiment. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.